Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you are heading to Huntington Bank Stadium, make sure you um, bundle up and pack your patience because this game has folks lined up on the highway trying to get there. On the way into the Good Neighbor Station, I'm coming um, to the west from the east on 94 and I'm like, oh, my God, folks are still stacked up. They are going to miss the start of the game. This ain't good. So so make sure, um, you know, keep it locked here. We'll keep you updated on what's going on. Josh, can we put it on one of these uh, TVs in here, make sure we're watching the game? Because I've, I've got some folks that are going to be sitting in that traffic. I'm sorry, y'all. I saw y'all. I waved at you. I blew at you. Um, and, and you're going to be a while. And and if you're going in that particular area and, and you're not going to the game, you might either want to wait until the game gets started good or uh, you might want to just put it off for a day or two because it the traffic is thick in that area. So just FYI, I wanted to make sure you knew I saw you uh, trying to get over there, and, and, and I'm sorry, but we're going to make sure you have all the latest on the game right here on the Good Neighbor Station. 
And, and speaking of the latest, I had to call Brian McDaniel in the middle of the night because, okay, so, so it's Thanksgiving, right? And, and I'm, I'm, I got the kids and, and we got a coals and, and we're trying to get healthy and better. And I haven't been like up on everything that I need to be up on um, right now because, um, you know, just life, holidays, kids, home from school. But then, then I look up and I see uh, Dean Phillips is not running for re-election. What does this mean for our political landscape here in the Twin Cities? This is a seat that is going to be up for grabs. Um, and so I said, Brian McDaniel, get your butt up. Get on radio with me. I know you were supposed to be off. It is a holiday weekend, and he is joining us from the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Brian, good afternoon. What in the hey, hey is going on? Well, my butt is at, up and at your service, Miss Shaletta. Whenever you, you 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 call, I jump. Well, I appreciate um, it. I appreciate it. But but speaking of jumping, Dean Phillips is jumping out of Congress. Um, you know, he's really serious about this um this this run for president. Yeah, and you know, and you and I we've spoken about Dean Phillips both on the air and and privately, and you know how this has all unraveled. Is 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 very surprising, especially you know you know you know Dean Phillips, I know Dean Phillips. We know that that he's not crazy, <laughs> that he's not delusional, but what he is doing in challenging a sitting Democrat president is you know very curious in a political uh, strategy um, uh, you know aspect because you know if we wanted to look at this altruistically. We would say, well, Dean Phillips has some honest and, and probably, from my standpoint, true feelings that uh, that President Biden, who is 81 years old, is you know showing you know major signs of cognitive decline. I think that it is pretty hard to argue that there isn't some of that. However, however, um, you know, kind of bringing that to the American public's attention um, is something that Democrats do not want him to do. They want to set Joe Biden up as, well, whether he's good, bad, or in the middle, whether he's a genius or not with it, he is our best chance to defeat Donald Trump in the next election, and that's all that matters. And to Dean's credit, he's saying that's not all that matters. We need a president who is up to the task. But also, he, uh, Joe Biden may not be the best person to defeat Donald Trump. Uh, Joe Biden's poll numbers are very much not good. Now, with that being said, um, we need to give Dean Phillips a lot of credit for you know taking a principled stance, um, knowing you know he correctly <laughs> knew that his fellow Democrats were going to be mad as hell at him, and they are. So his decision not to run for his congressional seat again did not come as a surprise to kind of those of us in the political arena because we fully expected whether he stopped his presidential campaign tomorrow, in a week, a month, a year, whatever it might be, that uh, that uh, that the Democrats were going to say it ain't going to be you, Dean, and that they were going to find somebody uh, on the left to run against him and try to get the DFL 
nomination. Now, names have already sprung up. Uh, there is uh, Ron Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, State Senator Kelly Morrison. Uh, Attorney General, I'm sorry, Secretary of State Steve Simon is rumored to uh, be potentially throwing his name uh, into the arena. So there are legitimate challengers that probably were going to be able to defeat Dean for the nomination. So by saying he's not going to run again, he he saves himself a little bit of embarrassment of being taken out by his own people. But wasn't he pretty comfortable in the last election with um, the voters? Um, you know, I, I know that we had some redistricting. Um, mm-hmm. He was out there. You know, he, he had a pretty favorable um, you know, a percentage rate with the folks who voted him in last time in his district. Without question. Let's remember that before Dean Phillips took over, that seat was, um, you know, a moderate Republican seat, but a Republican seat. You know, it was held by it was held by Eric Paulson and before him, uh, Jim Ramstead. Mm-hmm. I worked for both men. Uh, yes, everybody. Brian's a Republican. So I worked for both men. But so that area was considered to be not not rabidly socially conservative, but very fiscally conservative. That has changed. So Dean won, Dean Phillips won by a pretty comfortable margin. But um, um, you know, it, that, that's not to say that another Democrat wouldn't win that also. And let's remember that the people don't always they should. And I can go on for hours about what what they could be doing differently. But the people don't necessarily pick who is going to be on the ballot. That is done by um, people who, you know, people still, but people who are going to the, their local conventions, participating in local politics. And those people on the right and the left tend to be far right or far left. So many of them probably looked at Dean anyway as far too moderate and he may have had a challenger, but, but one that I think he would have defeated. But after he decided to run against Joe Biden, I think that almost immediately I could say that his goose was cooked Ooh. with the Democrats. Now, um, I, I didn't realize how, how tough this political thing was um, yeah. and how it is serious business, uh, because I, I was reading some articles and, and getting ready for our interview today. And uh, one of the uh, spokespersons for uh, pre- the president said that uh, Congressman Phillips has voted nearly 100 percent of President Biden's policies and um, and, and, and pretty much threw a little shade at him and said the president will miss his support in their legislative agenda. You know, and I was like, oh, my God. So they're saying, you know, e- even if you vote for this guy, he's really just a, a shadow of, of what we're already doing. That That's the way I read this statement. Well, I think what they're trying to say is that, you know, Dean Phillips shouldn't criticize the president if he's going to vote with the president. Now, let's also remember the president doesn't pass bills. This is, you know, I teach American government at Concordia University in St. Paul. And one of the things I remind everybody is that, only the legislature, only Congress passes bills. The president ultimately signs them or vetoes them. So I would say it's almost more President Biden following the Democrats in Congress uh, in the House and the Senate than the other way around. Though the president has some agenda setting, um, you know, he has some agenda setting aspects to his job. But what they're trying to tell, they're trying to discredit Dean by saying Dean doesn't have a real problem with the president. He just wants this for himself. And I don't really think that that's the case. 
Um, I mean, this does seem a little bit like a Hail Mary lost cause for Dean, but, uh, you know, I, I think that he's trying to wake up the Democratic Party, the Democrat Party, and say, hey, everybody, running an 81-year-old guy who has YouTube clips, you know, as far as the eye can see with him acting goofy and smelling little kids' hair mm-hmm. and, you know, and saying the wrong stuff, that is not the person to put up against Donald Trump. And, and Donald Trump, we all know that, that he certainly elicits very strong opinions from people as well. But one thing that people don't say is that he doesn't know how to talk. And you put him in front of a microphone with Joe Biden, and I think that Donald Trump is going to run circles around Biden. And I think so. So if your main goal, like like when Trump ran in 2016, a lot of people didn't support him, but they said, we need conservative Supreme Court justices. So I'm going to hold my nose and I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Same thing. If people are saying, I don't support Biden, but I'm going to hold my nose and vote for him so that way Donald Trump doesn't win. That, I mean, why not put somebody in, um, you know, the, the, the Democrat, you know, presidential slot that you actually believed in? Yeah. Um, because that person probably would have a better shot of beating Trump than, you know, uh, you know an 81-year-old Joe Biden. But I think that, uh, that they don't want to be embarrassed. And they're kind of pot committed on Joe Biden being their nominee. All right. Stick around. Hold on. Don't go anywhere because uh, Dean Phillips had to own something this week. He had to say, I I, I did that. That's on me. Um, And, and, you know, we don't see that often when somebody says, you know what? I messed up. You, You get a lot of gaslighting. You get a lot of finger pointing. But he had to admit that he did something that, um, you know, he, he owned it. And we're going to talk about that. What is it? We'll tell you after the break. My phone was blowing up this week. Your boy's tripping. Your boy's cutting up. Did you see what your boy said about Kamala Harris? What's going on with your boy? Have you talked to him? I was like, look, y'all, I got four kids home from school. I got a call. My kids got a call. I'm just getting out of the emergency room. I don't know what the hell is going on with Dean Phillips. And then I get online, and all I had to do was Google his name. He came under fire for some comments he made about the vice president. Uh, Brian McDaniel from Hilden Advocacy and Law. Were you surprised to read what he said or hear about what he said? What was your response initially? Well, I mean, I guess I was only surprised because it it once again is not strategically smart for him to be I mean he what he's doing is he's alienating the people who he needs to gather support from but also on the other hand he also needs to get those same people to have you know you know lessened diminished confidence in Biden and Harris because if he convinces everybody that Joe Biden shouldn't be president, they might say, oh, okay, yeah, Dean, we, we, we agree with you. Kamala, you're next up. Well, that doesn't help Dean either because that's not Dean. So he, he, he's in a bad position, which is another reason why this is such a strange endeavor for him to, to undertake. Now, as far as the substance of what he said, I mean, Kamala Harris, 
you know, is is important for a lot of different reasons. But let's remember that when she was running for president herself, she was not a darling of the progressives. When she was attorney general in in California, you know, she was very much part of the crowd of trying to see how many black men can we put in jail for drug offenses. She was very proud of that. So when she ran for president, she was identified as a cop. And that's why she didn't do very well, uh, you know, in her own run. So Kamala Harris herself is, has never really, really, really been embraced by Democrats as someone who is, you know, part of their, their overall agenda. But with that being said, you know, she is vice president of the United States. The vice president is put in a bad position because they're not really given a lot to do. Um, and so Dean taking his time to go after her makes it look like Dean's not interested in strengthening the, the Democratic Party. He's interested in leading it. And I think that is looked upon as not as altruistic as trying to say, hey, everybody, we have a problem with the president. This says, I don't want it to be Biden. I don't want it to be Harris. I want it to be me. But don't we need new leadership? This is the thing that people keep saying. We need new leadership. We need new leadership at the Democratic Party. Everybody we got is old. The the young people that we're trying to uh, get out the vote, the ones that we're trying to connect with, the ones that we're trying to talk to, um, you know, they don't want to hear anything we've got to say because we're older than their grandparents and they don't identify with us. We don't identify with them. We don't speak the language. You know, I, I you know, I'm trying to figure it out. Do do we want new leadership or not? Well, I mean, the answer is yes with an if or no with a, or no with a but, because I think Dean Phillips wants new leadership if he can be the leadership, and that's not something that I would have thought was part of his end game because I've known him to be a very principled person, you know, someone whose politics I don't agree with almost all of the time, but that, you know, he, he put himself as part of the problem solvers caucus. He seemed like he was interested in the business of government, not just politics, but it's almost like it's kind of coming off now is I'm a rich guy who is going to run for president because I can. And um, I, 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 I'm having a hard time figuring out his strategy there as are a lot of his supporters and former supporters. I mean, I don't, I don't think Shaletta that most political people on the left want Kamala Harris to be running for president. Mm -hmm. They don't think that she would do very well against Trump. So they don't, so, you know, she's not held in the highest of regard, but still they don't want one of their own attacking her because All this is going to do is mean that Biden and Harris are going to be running, but now they've they've had the seed the seed planted that they're not very good at their job. Mm. Well, this is um, this is a lot to. I mean, you know, I don't think. Do you think that uh, the president and vice president were ready for this? Because this is a lot. I don't think that they were ready for this this soon. Well, when I was in college. You know, the, a long time ago, the president was George H.W. Bush, and he did have a challenger in Pat Buchanan who challenged him for the right from the right. Now, George H.W. Bush defeated him. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal, ex- except Bush lost. You know, he ended up losing to Clinton. Mm-hmm. So was that because 
you know, a, a wing of the Republican Party was turned off on him by his challenger from, from the same party. So, I mean, I think that this there is no way to look at this and say that this helps Biden and Harris. It, it doesn't. And um, I don't think that they were expecting it because it is very, very rare to have because, you know, Pat Buchanan was a TV guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't somebody you know, who was you know, a sitting senator or a sitting you know, U.S. representative. This is this is an elected member of the Democrat Party who is challenging the head of the Democrat Party, not behind closed doors, but you know, out in the open. And uh, it's just it's just it's a distraction for them. And while it may be principled, it's not really coming off that way. Well, you know what? Can I just say I appreciate the disruption um, as a, a lifelong um, child of the party and watching how um, the party moves in our community. Um, and the promises that were made that, you know, never come to pass or, you know, how they come to our churches at election time and kiss our babies and take pictures and then leave and we don't see them again for four years. I I just believe that it's time to shake it up. And I I remember when, you know, this same thing happened with Obama. They were like, it's not time. And, you know, who who is he? And he's a junior senator and it's Hillary's turn. And, you know, and, and I just remember, you know, the groundswell of, support from young people and I was one of those young people and it was young Democrats versus old Democrats and I don't know Mm -hmm. if you remember this but it was it was sincere it was like me versus my mama and grandmama it was (laughs) Sean versus his daddy you know like this you young people y'all sit down somewhere this is not your time you haven't even paid no dues he's he didn't come up through the Jesse Jacksons and the you know the 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 whole machine in Chicago he just bystepped all the churches and and how that and 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 we were just so excited to have you to have somebody who looked like us our age who thought like us who were on the same social media channels as us you know what I mean and 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 that's where the support came from and that's where the shift happened and I just really believe that it's time for another shift. I can't see me going to the polls and picking from two elderly white men, and that's all I got. That's the only options that I have. I, I just have to believe that that we we say we want new. We say we want different. We say we want fresh. But then when new and different and fresh comes, we're like, nah, not not this new, not this fresh. Let's just let's just keep moving with the old white guys we got. I, I just it's frustrating for me. Um, as an outsider, it's frustrating for me as a voter to have my options so limited because the machine is so big. No, and the machine is huge, and unfortunately, you know, this happens on the Republican side too. In 2016, Republicans didn't need to pick Trump; they could have picked Marco Rubio, who was a young, you know, handsome Latino man from from Florida. They didn't want him. This time around, they could have Nikki Haley. We, there's, we're not, we're not obligated to have donald trump again we could have nikki haley who you know a a a strong accomplished you know conservative woman of color they don't want to do that it the 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 machines are out of control unfortunately the only people that can do something about that are the people if you look if you look at the declaration of independence you know power is given from the creator to the people and then we give our power to our government. And if our government is not doing what we want, it's in the Declaration of Independence that we have a duty to alter it or abolish it. 
And I'm not calling for revolution, but I'm saying we need to alter our politics and make our politics serve not just the politicians and the parties, but the people. And that has not happened for quite some time. Well, I uh, it is interesting. It is getting heated. Apparently, we cannot take a day off because you never know what's going to happen um, with this political landscape. Brian McDaniel with Hilden Advocacy and Law joining us today, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. It's always fun chatting with you. Well, I'm, I'm always uh, available to you. And if anybody is in Isanti, Minnesota tonight, I'm going to be doing uh, stand-up comedy at 6 o'clock at Isanti uh, Distillery and Spirits. I'm not kidding. I'll be doing stand-up. See you there at 6 o'clock, everybody. Okay, wait. you got to give us a, a, a website so we can go and get more information because, you know, we are off. We ain't got nothing to do. The kids are out of school. We need to laugh. You're going to be doing comedy tonight. Give me a link so we can go get tickets and stuff. Well, what I would say is just Google Isanti Distillery and Spirits, and uh, all the information will be right there. Six o'clock. Six o'clock tonight. Break a leg and keep us laughing. Brian McDaniel, a man of many hats. That's what a renaissance man does. He does politics, (laughs) pop culture, uh, presidential elections, and comedy. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 